And now enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. everybody welcome to don't, don't get, get us started i'm s sadie burbank and i'm lacey montoya and we're really glad you joined us this afternoon this yes evening. what is this this evening this evening yeah we're having a really good day are you having a good day i am we just came back from the gym and yes, i feel great i do too Besides, it's a little hot but other than that yeah I, th- I love going to the gym we go we said last time we're going for that whole body vibration yes. thing that sounds sexier than it really is, but we shake it. It it is vibrating, it's, and it is working, and it is. We we're gonna get measured tomorrow, so we'll let you know next week how we did. Yes, exciting. how many inches we've lost. I'm sure you're all dying to hear. But yay, yes. <laughs> but we're happy. Yes. Um, and other than that, we're just sitting around talking about what we want to talk about tonight, and we started talking about uh, unusual but- fetishes. Yeah. Uh, Sort of sexual ones, I guess. They, the sort of came up with one anyway. Lacey came, <laughs> we turned it around. Lacey came, Lacey came up with one that, that was interesting. She actually found an official name for it, uh, which is a, a tongue twister. So we'll just say that it's adults, adult babies, adults who like to be infants, but they have regular lives during the daytime when they come home. Yeah. Yeah, they have they, jobs and, and, and well, sort of regular ones. Now, see, we now we should say that most of what we're going to talk about tonight is certainly not personal experience, but stuff we've seen on TV. Uh, so well, we are going to have some personal experiences if we go we into. Might have if we're going to tell everything we know. No, 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 no. no. With the later on subject, maybe about the paranormal. Oh no, no. I mean about the baby. Oh thing. yes, yes. The baby thing. We're no here. personal we're, experiences we here. Don't, we don't know. We're just telling you kind of what we heard. Okay. Um, and and one of the things that I heard is uh, from a woman who. Uh, is in her 20s, I think, and she likes to, like you said, she has a, what you would call a normal out of the house experience right. and work and everything, excepting that she does like to wear diapers. She wears her diapers to work. Well, she did, but then her boss or somebody, uh, asked her to stop because they were visible sort of through her clothing. Well, not, who's not, not to say she didn't have a problem with controlling well, her movement? Well, you have a, a valid point there that she could have had, she could have been incontinent and, right. then, and they shouldn't even have bothered mentioning. Right. But in any case, um. Not unless she's going around just bragging, I wear diapers. Because... Yeah, I'm not really sure if that was it or not. But I know from what she said, she really kind of wished she could dress as an infant, all the time, because that's when she's happiest. Okay. And for her, it wasn't so much a, in fact, most of the ones that I've heard about is not so much a sexual thing no. with them. It's just that they're more comfortable, they're happier, um, and they, they enjoy their, their personal lives better when they are, um, and baby, being babies. Okay. And they, they, uh, some of them carry it to what we would call extremes. Yes. They buy and wear baby clothes, but they don't buy 
little baby. No, baby they have clothes. a maid. They, 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 that one man had a onesie maid. Yeah. And he was a big guy. And he was a big guy. And he had a big crib. Yes, he did. And a big baba. And yes, a big binky. And, and a, a high chair. And a high chair. And he had a sitter. And he had, he actually, I think she was his girlfriend, wasn't she, for a while? I'm not a hundred percent. I think she was for a while. And she fed him and he would oh, sit there yes. and make baby noises and goo goo and gaga and yes. and, you know, like, and to me that would get food. old really fast, but yes. she put up with it for a really long time. I think, she, I think they finally I went don't their think, separate ways. I but, think they were boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. But I, it's hard to get behind it. But, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm all for somebody, you know, role whatever playing, they want, whatever but... they Well, yeah, like role playing is one thing. <laughs> <laughs> one, one thing. Like you were saying, what were you saying about you thought Ernie and I oh. might do? What did I say? Batman? Man, no, you, no, Superwoman. No, Superwoman and Superman. <laughs> uh huh. That, that calls to get to mind such ridiculous images. <laughs> if you could, cause I'm like 73 years old practically and my husband's right behind me seven years and, um, I, while he is to me a Superman, <laughs> I, don't see, I don't see him in a cape, I'm telling you. Oh, He's come on. Not Spice it up a little. Not, not the cape and, uh, and what is that stuff they wear, those, uh. Spandex? Yeah, spandex, no. Spandex, <laughs> spandex is not his friend. Uh, or mine for that matter. I neither. No, I don't, I don't think so. And, 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 you know, then he'd have to like, what, fly around the, house and i'd have to crack my whip and shit no that okay you're putting a visual in the head yeah, whoa, whoa. I, I think not but if he came home and said honey i really always want to be a baby and i never told you now okay just imagine hey. i've been married to him we've been married 39 years right year. congratulations thank you if he came home and got drunk which you'd have to do first right he'd have to get drunk because he's shy he's very shy yes uh even of me uh, and I've been married to him for almost 40, been with him over 40 years. Anyhow, if he came home and had a drink and then said, honey, I've always wanted to be a baby. And I just didn't want to tell you about it. Um, I, I don't exactly know what I'd do. You know, you always, when you get married, you know, you go through the, the ritual wedding ceremony. Right. If you do, uh, you know, you go through that for better or worse bullshit and you're supposed to mean it. And so that means no matter how crappy it gets you're going to be glad you're there uh which is sort of ridiculous but in any case uh you know when we got married i said to him before we went in we got married the, at the justice of peace in, okay. reno, in reno in the courthouse and i said we're sitting there <laughs> we were sitting there waiting to get married and there was this couple sitting there and they were counting out their quarters and nickels in a bucket from, uh-huh. the, from the casino <laughs> up the road trying to see if they had enough money to get married. It was a choice. Anyhow, uh, I said, <clears throat> if the, if the, if the guy says till death do us part, I said, I'm going to have a problem with that because I was married before Ernie right. and I got a divorce before I met Ernie right. and it, to me would be I I don't think I could have said that anymore. I said it right. once and so I said I can't do that. I had a problem with um obey. The obey. Yeah. We took that out. Yeah, um, I told him that too. Yeah, said, we don't don't, do don't that. go there with the obey shit. Yeah. Because that's not gonna happen. We took that but, out of our bells. But I did say, um and I, I just told him, I said if he says uh till death do us part, he says I said, What'll I do? And he says, 
We'll just ask him to skip over it. Well, yeah. fortunately, being a civil ceremony, they didn't really get into the promises right. that much. You know, it was just, do ya, do ya, okay, you are. Get out of here. So, yeah, <laughs> two bucks or whatever, and you're gone. <clears throat> but to get back to my hypothetical situation, if he came home and said, uh, I've always wanted to be a baby. I Would you humor him and do it? Dress up like a baby and have a baba and a crib and... And have you feed me? I don't know what I'd do. I, honest to God, don't know. I love I think the man he'd be to death, leaving but... out of the house with a white jacket on. You're out of here. No, <laughs> no, I wouldn't consider him nuts, but I would, uh, I, I, I'd be real surprised that it would take 40 years to surface. And ask him why all of a sudden now do you feel yeah. obligated to tell yeah. me? Yeah. So I would, I would think maybe that, that that would be something that, because all the people that I saw who, uh, willingly allowed documentaries to be made of them on this subject were young people. Yeah. Uh, by young, I mean under 20s. 30. Under 30. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, <clears throat> for me at my age and my husband at his age to have that crop up right. doesn't seem likely. No. It, it doesn't seem, because I know him well. But you got these senators and these people who've been married for 20 and 30 years and tell their wife that I'm gay. Yeah, but then they're not they're not going, "Oh, I just found out I'm gay." They knew they were gay. Yeah, they're, but just their wives 20 or didn't know. 30 years so, of lying to your wife. I mean, that's yeah, got to hurt okay. the woman. But but in the meantime, she's got to know something's going on somewhere. Or yeah. not going on somewhere. If she's got any brains. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, eventually she's going to be going, honey, where were you last night? Right. I smell aftershave on your shirt. You know, hello. Right. So, <laughs> it's going to be something different there. Well. But with this, with this kind of, uh, an interest, let's right. call it, uh, you'd be seeing things. I mean, I would expect him to, now, on the way home from the gym, we were talking about how he loves to go shopping for baby yes. clothes. Okay, he does, but we give them away. Yes. He doesn't keep no. them. So if, if when we went shopping for baby clothes, he would go, Oh, honey, look at this cute little binky. Let's keep it for fun. Then right. that, that would be, hello, red flag yes. time. Okay. But then no, that's ever happened. Or going through his underwear drawer and finding a binky. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Or worse. And so, no, that's never, none of that's ever happened. So, I think if he said that, I would have to say, come on, where's the camera? Right. I don't believe you. But, uh, you know, to carry the hypothetical thing to extremes, would I do it? Would I go along with it? I really honestly cannot answer that question. I don't know. I don't think I could. It'd be hard. It, I'm in, a mommy to two, but I'm not a mommy to my husband. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do boss him around a little bit. I have to admit to well, that. Well, I told my husband, I'm not your mother. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Oh, while we're gone, will you empty out the dishwasher? <laughs> he didn't. Hello. So, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. In any case, these people enjoy doing the baby thing. And it makes you kind of wonder maybe why. Lack of childhood, maybe lack of mom being in the picture. Or maybe she was and they really liked it so much they can't go on. Yuck. I don't know. Did they any of them say why? No, no. not that I maybe, but I don't remember. I seen I that remember. show. I believe it was on TLC. And it's been a while ago. Yeah, I don't remember any of them saying uh, anything about why. But I don't think any of them felt the need to explain 
themselves in that way no. uh, to the interviewers. They were just more showing. Um, they were happy to show their lifestyle. and Because you know, I remember the one story. It, you know, I guess if you want to do it, it's okay. But I don't think I could get behind it. I don't think I could for, either. For, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, probably enough said on that. And subject. hopefully we never get put in the situation to find out. I don't think we're going to. No. I'm pretty sure we're not. I don't, I don't even know how I would know anybody that was like that. You know, it, there's, there's, uh, there are lots of people who lead secret lives. Hoarding, for example, okay. is another example of people yeah, because who lead they can be dressed, secret lives. Uh huh. So to beautiful speak. when they walk out their door and look normal when they go to work. They go and shopping. Yes. <laughs> and buy a bunch of stuff and take it home and put but it in you a never house that's to already to, too full. You never get invited to their home. Yeah. And let me think now. Do I know anybody to whose home I was never invited? I don't. But then we don't know a whole lot of people. Right. We're I don't. We're not real social butterfly no. types. We do know some people. But I've been in all their homes. And, and if any of us could be considered a hoarder, it would be me. Well. Because I have a tendency to... <clears throat> hang on to things long past their uh usefulness to yeah. me. But the reason I do that, see, I always have a reason. Uh-huh. And the reason I do that is while they're no longer useful to me, they they're could still be useful somebody to else. somebody else. Right. And I was also raised by parents who grew up, or not grew up, who were young marrieds during the Depression and the war. So everything was saved and everything reused. Everything they and, could get their hands on was right. saved and recycled and reused. I've gotten a lot better. I can so, say no when somebody says, hey, do you want this? I used to be like, okay. Yeah. We lived at the right. same place for eight years in my garage. Oh, my garage. Too much stuff? Too much. You know, somebody was giving away a dresser. Hey, yeah. I can redo that. And it sat in the garage. Yeah. Somebody, oh, do you want this? Oh, yeah. And it sat well, in I the hang garage. on to stuff for stupid reasons. Like, it'll be valuable someday. And I hear hoarders say that on the show yes. all the time, you know, on the hoarding show. And I'm, and they're going, but this is worth money. I, there was a, there was a show just the other night and this lady was going, but, but these are vintage clothes and, and, and I know they're worth money. And it's like, we say when we look around the house at different things, you know, like I got these really old bowls and stuff mm-hmm. of my mom's, you know, and they are. I mean, I can get them on Google or eBay. I can look and right. see they're $45 bowls and I've right. got them. And it's like Ernie's always saying, yeah, but who wants to buy? You have people knocking on your right. door wanting to buy your old bowls. I don't right. think so. So at what point? It's valuable to you. Well, and at what point do I say, yeah. It's worth money, but I don't know anybody that wants to buy it. I do know somebody that doesn't have any bowls, though. Right. So why not give them a $45 bowl? Right. Or whatever the hell, you know, however much it is. And so I'm sort of at that kind of a crossroads in my life right now. I'm I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm thinking, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to get morbid here, but I don't want to die and leave all that stuff to my kids like my parents did. Right. I mean, we've got, we have all our stuff. Which is significant. Right. We have all my parents' stuff, which is even significant. Well, you've both families and been married for a long time. Stuff. So we have three, basically three households stuff. Right. Now that's not true because we don't have all the furniture and everything like that, but we've got precious valuables from my parents, his parents, and our own. 
And, you know, at what point do you say, okay, enough is enough? Um, That's when you ask your kids, what do you want? Oh, they don't want anything. They don't. They don't want anything. Well, probably because they're boys. Girls no. are more sentimental with no, mom stuff and grandma no, stuff. Not really. And- not really. I you am. Know, I mean, <laughs> uh, th- in the first place, a lot of our stuff is old. I mean, Christ, it's hundreds of years old in some cases because some of my mom and dad's stuff actually was their mom and dad's stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to get really ridiculous about it, we got some old shit in my house. Uh, and so at what point do you say, I'm either going to go on eBay and try to sell this. I'm going to have a yard sale and try to sell it. I'm going to get rid of it some way or another. Right. Because I'm not going to just keep taking up space in my house, waiting for somebody to need it or want it or you know, right. whatever. So I'm, I'm at that crossroads. But at least crossroad. you have. Because I don't, I tell you the truth, I don't think something happens to me. My kids are going to come in. They're going to call somebody in. They're going to say, how much for the whole lot? They're going to tell them 25 bucks. They'll say, take it, and that'll be that. Oh, that breaks my heart. Well, it'll happen. I'm telling oh, you. Oh, boys, don't do that to your yeah, mama. Yeah, they will. They will. Boys. I'm telling you. They will. But at least you have stuff that is usable. Some of these hoarding shows, it's pizza boxes and cigarette containers and Well, you know, the thing that I even sort of understand some of that. Okay, it because like they don't the care people, anymore. Just throw their- some of the people are physically apparently physically incapable of doing anything more than i don't know how they this is what they say you know the guy delivered the pizza they crawled over the crap to get it then they sat down in their chair and ate it and tossed the box basically right. so i don't quite get that but but because they done lost the trash not, can i don't understand i don't understand why they can't get up and, and you know if they didn't do anything except every day from where they're sitting take a plastic bag and fill it with garbage, and then take it out to, to the, the gar- curb to the trash man. I don't know why they can't do that, but apparently they they can't because they they but physically aren't these, able. That's their story. Okay? A lot of these stories is a long marriage has gone bad. He left, or they lost loved ones, right. and Stuff, and they've gotten depressed. And we both know because we've yes. both been through depression, serious ones, that uh, depression uh, can fuck your head up. Basically, can yes, really badly, and so yeah, you're gonna not do unless you've been you there. Normally. You don't know. You're gonna go weird, and and okay, so I get I get the trash thing. I do. I don't approve. Approve isn't the right word. I I I can't see me doing it, but I get why they do. Right. Um. On the other hand, the thing I can't quite get through is like you see the refrigerators and the floors in the mm-hmm. kitchen. With inches deep of grease yes. and stuff like that. And I'm like, no, that's not hoarding. No. They're, that's something or else. Or bathrooms that the toilets yeah, no ba- longer yeah, work yeah, and that's they're all else. stopped up. That's, and that's a whole other thing. Issue. And yet you see that consistently in yes. the shows. You know, so I don't know. Sometimes I stop watching them too because they're kind of depressing. Yeah. Uh, because I wind up feeling bad for the ones that can't quite get over it you know they can't yeah. they go yeah bring them in we'll take we'll throw everything away and then they come to throw everything away and then they have a meltdown and yeah and they go no i just need to look at this first and you're like oh fuck they're never going to throw it away give right. it up you know and i don't want to be one of those i don't want to be one of those kinds right. of people and i'm not i'm really not anywhere near that i no. mean, it should be clearly understood that i do have ab- actually visible surfaces all throughout my home, including floors and counter and tabletops. 
but I do have a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, that, that isn't getting used. Right. And that's, that's not right. And so I'm trying to find ways of, of, she's you know, finding donate, new homes. I've donated a lot of clothing to shelters. Yes. And missions and whatnot. Um, but you're like me. You'd rather donate it to somebody who needs it. Well, if it's somebody I know and they need it, yeah, I'm happy to I do don't that. like to give things but to the thrift stores because they put big price tags on it. And that's. The, they sort of do that. And I think that was one lady's objection too in the, uh, in the thing was she didn't want to, she, she wanted it to be a, the things that she appreciated for their vintage qualities. Right. She wanted somebody else to appreciate. Right. And I sort of kind of get where she's coming from. Right. You know, with that, because yeah, you do kind of, want people to I want my kids to appreciate uh, some of the vintage things that I have that are handed right. down and I know they're not going to, they're boys like right. you said they're men but they're no offense but they're men Okay, and, and uh, they don't have that sentimental, I do anyways, I have that sentimental attachment to my Nana stuff Well, my oldest son has some sentiment if for things like he's got his dad's ashes in an urn somewhere in the house, for God's sake. Okay. I mean, you know, he has some sentimental attachments, but, uh, and it should be noted here that, that also I didn't raise my boys. When they were uh, young children, their, their father and I were separated. And right. He raised them. Right. And so I've only come back into their lives, uh, when they were teenagers. Okay. And so, uh, well, that's not true. We saw each other all the time, off and on. But, uh, I mean, I've only gotten really close with them uh, in their later years. Right. I mean, their father is since deceased and so blah, blah, blah. So <clears throat> they don't have the attachment to some of that stuff that I have because I can understand. I'm not, I am their mother, but I'm not their mom. Right. If you get what I mean. Yes. And because they had a mom. Yeah. And she was a lovely lady. Uh, and uh, if anything, they'd probably feel more attached to that stuff than to mine, I would think. I can understand. Anyhow, um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my best to put my big girl panties on, as it were, with some of this stuff and put it where I know it can do some good. Right. Put it where I know somebody can use it, uh, because I don't need, uh, I don't need 25 mixing bowls. No. And I bet you, if you go to my house and count them, that's how many there are. <laughs> I am dead serious. No, because you, you don't know, cook that much no more. It's just the no, two I of don't. you. And, and you guys and don't we're creatures eat. of habit anyhow. Right. We always use the same thing. Plus, right. most of them are in those deep fucking cupboards that you can't uh-huh. get. Uh-huh. You know, 45 inches deep. I hate, you know, who, di- who designs kitchens? Men. Men. Who, who builds cupboards? Because apparently not a woman, a woman. Because I really hate to mail bash. I really do. I'm not. We're not here to mail bash. No. However, <laughs> we shouldn't have to get on our hands and knees and a flashlight to get to the back of the cupboard, or on a chair or a ladder, uh huh, to get to the to top. Get to the top cupboards. I don't really have that problem. I'm, I'm six foot one. We and no, you don't. But I'm five three. Right. Okay. We are mutton Jeff. If <laughs> and 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 I had. Over the refrigerator, there used to be a cupboard. Okay. And Ernie pulled it out when we got the new fridge because it was an inch taller than the old fridge. And okay. And it didn't fit under the cupboard. 
So he pulled out the cupboard and he goes, I'll rebuild it later. You know that. Right. I'll do it later thing, you know, that they all do. I'll do that. And It'll I bet it's take 15 minutes. Still a hole up there. I love that. How long is it going to take you to change your hell, honey? 15 minutes. Uh-huh. Yeah, it takes 15 minutes to find the car. Uh-huh. Anyway, <laughs> anyhow, uh, and so every once in a while, and so I put shit on the top of the fridge, right? I've got like, and which is bad, I know, because it interferes with the cooling and all that shit. But I do it anyway. I do it I have I have roosters, and because I'm big on roosters, and I have a cow that's head wobbles, and I got all kinds of shit on top of my fridge, uh-huh. okay? And the other day, he's all, I should have put that cupboard back in there, huh? Now, I've got to tell you, <clears throat> this refrigerator is about eight years old now. Uh-huh. Okay? But hey... I digress. Anyway. So he doesn't like the roosters up there on top oh, of the no, fridge? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. He's cool okay. with the roosters, but he's, he, you know, in the back of his mind, that that's something that didn't get done. You know, he sort of keeps track of that in an odd way, you know. Uh, after I after I finish <laughs> telling you this story, i got to tell you something else he used to do that okay. way. Anyhow, so I said, no, please don't, because it's so high, uh-huh. and when you put the cupboard in, it'll be 36 inches deep. Who the fuck can reach it? It's, it's pointless to have something. I don't need a goddamn ladder, to get, and there's nothing I own that I want to stick that far away. You don't have kids in the house, so you don't have to put things up high. No, I don't. I can leave stuff laying. I could put poison on the floor if I wanted to. And I'd still be, be all there right tomorrow. With it. No dogs, no cats, no kids. So I don't need just a lizard. I don't need the yeah. <laughs> no, she's gone too. Okay, or he. I don't need the cupboard thing. In fact, uh, Bob, he's making a lot of smoked meats and stuff yes. now, and he wanted a what do you call it? The Ah, uh, shit. You put it in plastic and then you stick it in the thing like that and it seals it? Yes. Seal a meal sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. And we had one, of course, naturally. Mom has one or two of everything. And, um, he said, it's like um, a food saver vacuum. Yeah, that, 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 takes yeah. And he goes, I gotta get me one. And I go, no, you don't. <laughs> I got one. Mom's got one. Haven't even used the damn thing hardly at all. Cause after, I mean, it was fun for 10 minutes. Right. And then it was sort of a pain in the ass. I'd rather pull out a baggie and like that. <laughs> but anyway. So I boxed it all up and I sent it off to him. Well, when I got that shit all together out of the cupboards that uh-huh. it was stored in. Oh my goodness. I had this humongous cupboard over my stove uh-huh. with tons and tons of room in it. I had so much stuff crammed in that cupboard uh-huh. clear to the back. I didn't even know it was there. It's been there for years. Oh my goodness. Now, what good are deep cupboard? I don't I don't get it. I don't I know what the man said when he built the cupboard. Well you wanted cupboards, didn't you? Right. You got cupboards. You know? But but uh, guys, please listen to listen to us. Okay, if there are any cupboard builders out there, please stop making cupboards inaccessible. I mean, I get that you know there's only so much room in a kitchen. Right. Okay. So and make them more useful. I'm sick and tired of laying my cereal boxes down sideways to put them in the cupboard. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow. And now a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18. But with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world. 
waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Roberts Field Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jaysamon.com. I was I I told you I was going to tell you something funny yes. about Ernie. For years and years, more years than I care to remember, he had. Well, okay, let me back up a little bit. 1979, we bought a new 1978 Dodge van. Okay, okay, and it was like cheap, forty two hundred bucks. Okay, and that was then. Right, cars were cheap, um, but it was a bare bones van okay had uh you know you when you got in the back there was metal right sides and like that it had no paneling nothing so for years he said i'm gonna panel the van and interestingly enough it seemed as though you know his birthday's in april i don't think there was any coincidence with that fact but interestingly enough he would say this almost every april or so it seemed, anyhow. So for years, every April, he'd say, I've got a panel of van this year. And, it, and he said it so often 
around family friends of ours. In right. fact, one of them is, is Kelly DeTuro's okay. husband, Frankie. Uh, whom you know from her books yes. and, and Through her David association with your husband. And her husband, Frank, Frank, uh, I always call him Frankie because he was like an adopted son to us. Um, he was around when this was said often enough that he's heard, he, he laughs at the, <laughs> the whole thing too. Yeah, I'm going to panel the van. He even went so far one year as to buy, um, a pattern. Oh, for, and paneling. Okay. For the van. And then, lo and behold, he paneled the van. How many years later? No, that year. He paneled the van. Wow. He put up, he put up some paneling in the van. Okay. Some. Which is not the same as paneling the van. Right. I mean, there's paneling the van and then there's paneling the van. Right. And... And so, and then he knew that the minute he looked at it, it's like, this isn't quite what I had in mind, but it'll do for now. Right. So then it was, I'm going to fix the paneling in the van. Right. Every April, I'm going to fix the paneling. And see, it sort of plays over in somewhere, on some level in his little mind, not his little mind, but his mind, uh, he, He's got this record playing of stuff I didn't do yet that right. I'm going to do. And it hasn't been at my behest. I never, I didn't give a shit whether he paneled a van or not. Right. I could care less. I paneled it. I don't care. It was noisy anyway. It didn't matter whether you paneled it or not. Right. Fucking vans are like, God, like, like driving an airplane, you know, it's so noisy. Anyway, so that's why I said that about the cupboard because he's got this thing going on in his head of stuff that, that he's committed so himself said, to do, but honey he's to do list not checked really off. It's the honey to do list I haven't done yet. Yeah, but it's his list, right? That's his honey weird. to do list. Yeah, 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 it's his 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 list. And then every once in a while, I'll leave notes on the kitchen table, uh-huh. like uh, check the water in the backyard. I think there's a leak. Uh huh. And I'll just leave that there, and then I'll mention to him, you know. The water bill was $100 this month, and right. I think there's a leak in the backyard. Right. And then I leave the note, and that's it. I don't say shit. And eventually, he'll go out and check on his own. But if I didn't leave the note, I don't know. I don't know. I think we'd go a couple of bills before oh. <laughs> before he'd get around to it. Sometimes I will say, hey, do you see that arc of water in the backyard? Right. You know, do you think that might be coming out of the sprinkler Honey, system? we don't well, have, we have a swimming pool in the backyard. We have a drip system. Yes. And boy, does it drip sometimes. I mean, it's it's shit. We've been there. The house has been there since, uh, it was built in the late 60s. We've been there since 89. Mm-hmm. He put most of the drip. Well, Dad had some of the drip system in. Mom and Dad lived in that right. house before we did. And then Ernie put a lot of it in, too. And so it's old, it's old stuff. So every once in a while, you know... It breaks here and there, right. or it needs repair here and there, and and you can always tell because we if, live in a very dry climate. I mean, it's, yeah, we but don't we get... don't always go outside in the garden anymore as much as we used to right. when we were younger. You know, so we could have a horrendous leak out there and not even know it until you got your bill. Uh, yeah, well, so <laughs> when we had the dog, we used to go out in the yard because yeah. we had to take the dog out in the yard. Right. Now that we don't have the dog anymore, uh, we don't go out, so we don't. You know, lots of shit can go on. We don't even know it's happening. Right. And they even called us from the water company one day and said, uh, do you have any leaks around your house? And I'm kind of, your water bill is getting really high. And we're like, oh, I don't know. So we went out Well, oh, that's cool. They called you, though. Oh, yeah. They're very good about that. Yeah. And sure enough, there were some 
major leaks and yeah. he plugged them up and everything was good again for a while. So, but anyhow, that's how I get him to do stuff. <clears throat> and then the other way is I make sure that whatever it is that I need to have done, mm-hmm. I make sure he needs to have it done. Right. If, if, like you were talking about, if you make it miserable right. enough for so-and-so, <laughs> he'll take care of such and such. Yeah, right. Okay. So I kind of do that too. I don't, uh, I'm never the one who says, Boy, that faucet's driving me crazy. Right. I just say, honey, can you help me with the dishes tonight? Right. <laughs> and let him find out how fucked up the faucet is. <laughs> and eventually he'll go, this faucet's fucked up. You know, yeah, and he'll yeah. fix it. Hi. You know? And that works really, really good. Right. Um, you know, I mean. Really, he, honey, he is it? He doesn't mind, uh, being asked to do stuff. I, I am the one who, I don't like to ask him to do right. things because he works full time. Right. He only has two days a week off and he works night shift on top of that. So he doesn't have a whole lot of time. Right. Just to be himself and do what he wants to do. Seems like his whole two days off are spent going to the grocery store, which he likes to do. Right. He loves he, to shop. I'm always saying, honey, you want me to go to the store or do you want to wait and go when you're here? Oh, I want to go. Okay. Well, wait. He you likes know. to shop. He loves, man's a shopping fool. And so that's, that's good. I love that. I'm right. happy that, but that doesn't leave him a lot of time to be himself, f- fix things that need to be fixed. And so sometimes I go, why don't we call somebody, honey, and have them come and chop the tree down? Oh, I can do it myself. You know, and I'm <laughs> like, oh God, here we go. 15 minutes and it'll be done. I know. It's not uh-huh. Every 15 minutes for everything. Everything. David's except, is always a minute. Except, Give me a minute. Yeah. Well, see now, they they draw a line somewhere in the bedroom though. Oh yeah. You know, I don't get no fifteen minutes in no. the bedroom. I'm lucky if I get a minute. <laughs> in any case, I digress. Uh so so some of the things I I want to have him do, I I don't say, Can you do this? Right. Or I, I have to catch myself because every once in a while I'll say, Oh, that damn this or that, whatever. Right. The damn computer or the damn this or damn that. I swear a lot. Uh, and he'll, he'll drop what he's doing. He could be, he could be putting a bite of food in his mouth. He will stop it and go fix it. Yeah. And it bothers me that he's so compelled to do that. I, I, I hope to God I never made him be that way, but maybe I did. I don't know. Don't know. In any case, so I try really hard not to say things like that because I don't, that's not my hope. Right. I just sort of want him to put it on his mental list. Right. You know, fix the damn whatever it is thing, you know, because the lady's starting to bitch about it, you know, (laughs) and then they were good. But in any case, um, how to say we got from hoarding to that, I don't, I don't quite know. Ah, we get lost. Well, and the people hoard a lot of other things too, besides. Well, you were saying when you. Things. Was it in Albuquerque or Albuquerque, New Mexico? The man who would do the McDonald wrappers? Oh, yeah. Yeah, bless his heart. I'm sure he's gone to his reward, so I won't be talking out of school about him. They, all, they always say don't talk ill of the right. dead because they can't defend themselves, but fuck it. In any case, <laughs> yeah, this old guy was a, what we called a monthly. We used to manage uh, KOA campgrounds. Okay. And this guy was a monthly resident. He paid by the month, okay. lived in his little, in his, uh, and not little, but his trailer. And uh, he was... Oh, he was getting on in years. He was probably in his late seventies, early eighties then. Okay. And, and he was worn out. 
late seventies, early eighties. He was he was tired, bone tired. In any case, um, he was also a drinker, so he he used to go out in the middle of the night when nobody was looking and and throw his bottles in the trash. Yeah, kathunk, kathunk, clank. Yeah, you could hear him clanking in the night. You know, it was cool. But he Ernie had to go in a couple of times and help him because he he'd come in the store and say, "Son." My John's plugged up, you know, and Ernie go, really? Okay, I'll come down and take a look at it, yeah. Poor Ernie, he's been up to his elbows and shit most of his professional yeah. life. Well, in KOAs, you know, you, that's one of the big things you get to do is you get to clean bathrooms. Ooh. Yeah. And people are notoriously bad in public bathrooms yes. as far as cleanliness. Because they don't have to, concerned. they don't have to clean them. And you know who's the worst? Women. Yes. Yeah. By far, women. In public restrooms are the worst. A lot of, I've heard them say, I'd be in there cleaning a bathroom or plunging a toilet or something, and I've heard them say things like, well, they pay somebody to do that. Yeah, it's messed up. You know, throw it on the floor. What the fuck? And I'm like, oh, bitch. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so he went down there, and he'd go to help find out why this guy's John is plugged, you know. He's connected to the sewer and everything, but he goes in, and he and he said the stench hit him like when he got right in the door. Oh, yeah. And he's he couldn't get to the John because of the guy had uh McDonald, you know, the styrofoam sandwich boxes and and din- meal boxes that they used to give out with used, meals yes. and stuff. Especially this was in the Jesus, seventy. Now we've gone to paper this is cardboard. About, this is about nineteen eighty or so. Okay. Okay. So they were styrofoam. Well, they still have styrofoam uh, doggy boxes and whatnot. You know, when you leave a restaurant. Yes. But anyhow, uh, he, he go. To, you go to Mickey D's. You get a burger. It's in a box, and or that was then, and the fries and all that shit. And he would save all the boxes. He had mm. them stacked. He had. He could have opened a McDonald's. Oh my goodness! He had them floor to ceiling. Very organized. He had stacks of the paper wrappers, okay, unfolded, laid out in little squares, right. stacked up. Oh my! He kept the chip, the French fry container, French fry thingies nested. Okay, stacks and stacks of those. I wonder what his reasoning was with that. Well, I'm probably the same as any hoarder. You know, he didn't want to throw it away because it was valuable. You know, they were good. There wasn't any reason to throw them away. I don't know. I didn't ask him. Neither did Ernie. Didn't Maybe want to go he there. played McDonald's when the door was closed. <clears throat> Maybe. <laughs> I didn't see his little hat, but he might have. You know, these were hats. His underwear drawer. Yeah, it could have been. Ew. <laughs> I don't know if he had an underwear drawer. I'm not really even sure. Anyhow, he had... uh when he went to find out why the shitter was plugged up, as 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 uh, Randy Quaid says in Christmas Vacation, I love that fucking movie. Yes. He's out there dumping the sewer line into from the mobile the, home into the into the street thing, uh-huh. and he goes, "Shitter's full." Yeah, Down that's into the what gutter. this guy. Well, anyhow, uh, it was, and so Ernie said, hey, "Dude, your shitter's full," and he goes, "Yeah, I know," and he goes, "Uh, but I saw the sewer connection." And he says, he says, uh, don't you ever flush it? Uh-huh. And the guy goes, flush? <laughs> yeah, he didn't uh, know like, how to, huh? he, apparently he didn't know how to, cause, you know, uh, uh, um, uh, an RV toilet mm-hmm. flushes differently from 
a house toilet. Right. You don't have a handle that you flush. You, you have a thing you step pedal. on yeah. and it, and it, yeah. And, uh, he didn't, or he didn't very often. And so anyhow, and Ernie fixed it all up for him. Yeah, I think he had to do that like two or three times. The guy would forget. You know, he was a sweet guy. I would have guy. stuck a note above his toilet. He was Step a, no, on silver. I don't think he would have read it. He was he was a sweet old guy, but he was a little cuckoo. <laughs> we took him on a trip with us up to Santa Fe one weekend. We said, yeah, you want to go up to Santa Fe? Oh, yeah, I'm going to get me some Huvos Rancheros. He, says. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, we go, what? Huvos Rancheros. Did you ever eat Huvos Rancheros? That's real good. He's, <laughs> he was talking about Huevos Rancheros. Yes. And I go, no, I don't do Huevos Rancheros or Huvos Rancheros. But he did. He was, you know, like I said, he was a sweet old guy. He, he was just cute. a little, a little strange. But people also hoard animals. Yes. Um, and that's kind of a sad situation. Yeah, because a lot of the ones I've seen, a lot of the animals are neglected. Yeah, and they do it out of the goodness of their hearts, I think, honestly. I think they mean I, well I by they, it, they just, but it gets overwhelming. It gets out of hand yeah. fast. You know, if you've got a dog yes. and a half right now. Yeah. <laughs> and because uh, you're sort of having a, a visiting dog. So right. it's not really your dog, but he's here. No. And, uh, and the dogs can get out of hand really easily, and cats really worse yeah and if they're not neutered or spayed uh this would be a good time to plug for neuter or spay uh, your yeah. animals folks if you don't take but watching today. um take them today know, to the vet get fed but you know the ear mites with the cats yeah yeah there's all kinds and of the diseases, feline diseases. And yes and then there's the picking up after them and a lot of times the people that hoard animals seem to be older people yeah who really aren't able to take care of right. animals you know i mean we had Riley, our little dog, yeah. for 13 years until we lost him to uh, cancer. And uh, my goodness, it was an expensive proposition. Yeah. You know, we we took care of that dog as well as we ever took care of any children right. that we had responsibility of. And, and uh, uh, it was expensive. Yes. It was very expensive, especially toward the end. Yeah. But it was cool because we donated his body to Doggy Science. And, oh, that's cool. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, we did. We th- I, I wanted to do something other than just bury him. You know, it's right. such a tragedy to have to bury a dog you've loved since it was born. You know, right. However old they are. But 13 years is a long time to have a dog um, and lose him. We and got so, Cody when he was nine weeks old. And now he's five. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was hard. I cried. I admit it. But, uh, you know, it had, it, it was, that was the way it was. He was a little Bichon. He was just as cute as he could be. And that was me and my cockatiel. Had, had him, you know, from the time he was, he was, oops, just a little, I hit the mic. He was just eensy beensy. Oh, yeah. And he used to sleep on my shoulder. Aww. And like a puppy and everything. I loved it. Anyhow, uh, when he passed, we donated his, uh, his body to, uh, a, uh, veterinary school, actually. Okay. And so they could dissect him and they could learn from his disease processes cool. that were going on at the time. And he and wasn't there no more. He's, he was gone. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know more about that kind of stuff. No, that's never been a big deal with me. Um, but the, the important thing we felt was that he's made his little contribution to the right. world. He wasn't just a good buddy to us, but he was also a buddy to science, yes. as it were. So we we kind of felt cool about that. But uh, 
and and our kid when we lost Riley, and that's been several years ago now. He died in October, four or five years ago. Yeah, I remember when he passed yeah. away. David and told me our kids said, "Oh, you'll have another one soon." I said, "No, I don't think so. I think that's it for us." Yeah. For one thing, we like to pick up and go. Yes. You know, we're off to Vegas every time yes. we turn around, or we're down to see the kids, or we go to fishing. Right. We're all over the place. And it's a pain in the ass to have to fuck with your dog at the yeah. same time. You got to either take them with or board them. You either came and babysat way. Cody for us for you can go see my mom. Yeah, and when Rebecca hold got your married. breath on that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. Well, I came over and babysat yeah. him. That wasn't quite the same as having to have him over in my loving care. No. Although I've had to do that for Street Home. Anyway, <laughs> we won't go there. But that was just for a short period. Yeah, it was just overnight. Anyhow. um... Not only is that expensive or mess to deal with, you know, you gotta make, you make the hotel reservations, you make the airline reservations, you make the car rental reservation. Oh, and don't forget the fucking dog reservation. Right. Pain in the ass. Anyhow, um, not only that, but we're too, hmm. I don't want to say old because that isn't it. It's not that we're too old. I think right now we're in your too time stuck of life, in our ways to take on the the additional responsibility of another soul in our family. Right. You know, because well, in the first place, like I said, Ernie works nights. Right. We don't go to bed till one o'clock in the morning. Right. We don't get out of bed till uh, I get up at eleven and take my shower. I get him up at eleven thirty. Stuff like that. You know, and dogs don't like- dogs don't live like that. No. Riley learned to when he what by the time Ernie got that job right. and started working those hours, Riley was an adult dog. So mm-hmm. we could teach him to sleep when we slept mm-hmm. because he slept in our bed with us anyway. Ew, but he did. Cody sleeps and, with us. Uh, and then we could teach him to get up when we got up mm-hmm. and, and we actually got his body cycle to the point where he didn't have to get up and go pee early in the morning. Once in a while when he was older, he did. Right. But most of the time, no. Plus, Ernie was, it was easy for him. He'd get up, go take the dog out in the middle of the fucking snowstorm. Yeah. Take the dog out, let him pee, let him poop, all that kind of stuff. Come back in, get back in bed and go to sleep as though he'd never gotten out of bed. Yeah. Not me. If I'd have gotten up and done all that, I'd have been, been up still up, yep. But anyhow. No, we got Cody because David also works nights. Cody's been. And he keeps your schedule. Yeah, that's the whole point. But a puppy, a puppy wouldn't do that. Puppies are on puppy schedules. Yes, and I know that. So we don't want. I don't want to go through that. I don't want to deal with it. Plus, it is tiring and and energy consuming. And I have so many things on my plate now. I do. We go to the gym three days a week. We podcast two nights a week. I make jewelry. Right. I do other jewelry things besides make jewelry. We still want to get back to our pot throwing. Um, and oh yeah, I write books. Yeah. So hello. When you don't do I have, have time, time for, a, for dog. a dog. I don't. And a dog is I a full time responsibility. Yeah, it's like He's, a kid. Yes. It's like a kid. And that's cool. I dig that. I don't want another kid. I don't want another dog. We just want to pick up and go when we pick right. up and go and not have to worry about it. And it has been nice. Not that I haven't missed his little fuzzy self, but it has been nice since he's been gone not to have that responsibility. So I'm very, very happy about that. So I feel sorry for people who are as old as I or older and are hoarding animals or 
not even hoarding animals, just taking on Every the responsibility of, of animals uh, for whom they cannot care. Right. They can't afford to feed themselves in some cases, let right. alone their animals. They cannot afford the veterinary care, which is outrageous. Yeah, it's insane. Veterinary care is very, 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 very expensive. Any of you who have animals know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, you know, and you have, unfortunately, you have to make decisions sometimes. Uh, you know, can I afford to have my dog operated on? Right. Or, you know, if he gets hit by a car, God forbid, or something like that. Right. Or am I going to have to have him put to sleep? Sometimes that's expensive. Having Just having him put to sleep yeah. costs money. You know, am I going to do that or what? So, yeah, I feel sorry for people who do that to themselves. And I, I wish there was some way that, that they could learn not to. Because it's not yeah. good for the animals. It's not good for the people. No, because the disease goes from animal to animal to animal. Yeah, and does. a lot of the time, it, it affects the human, too. It does. It does. We have a little over 10 minutes. A little over 10 minutes left, huh? What's, oh, I know one thing I want to bitch about. Ah. <laughs> Remember at the gym I had to go to the bathroom? Yes. Yes, and it reminds me. I stay me, away from public bathrooms I know, as much as like, I can. Listen, I, I'll tell you what. Okay, uh, let me think. How long ago was it? Oh shit! Easily forty years ago. Okay. No, I back up. Back up. All right. Back up. Ernie and I've been together that long. It was thirty-five years ago. Okay. Roughly, give or take. No, maybe it was forty years ago because it was before we were married. Okay. okay? But I knew him. Okay. Okay, I lived with this woman named Patricia. Patricia, if you're out there and by any chance listening, hi. Uh, and she, uh, actually, I lived with her because we lived in this humongous apartment in Santa Clara, uh, Sunnyvale. Okay. That uh, was expensive for a single renter, but they would hook you up with roommates if you needed one. Okay, cool. And they had a list of, you know, acceptable people. And they'd try to match you up. It was sort of like, a, it wasn't like a dating service. It was male to male and female to female. Okay. Thing. Unless that would have been dating for you. And then I don't know what they would have done. But in any case, for in our case, it wasn't a dating issue. Right. It was just, I need a roommate. And there's a woman who needs a roommate. And so we met. And we go, yeah, this will work. And so it did. So anyhow, she had some stuff down in Southern California that she needed to bring up to Northern California. Okay. Which is where uh, Sunnyvale is. And uh, so I said, well, I'm off. I'll go with you that weekend and, and help you pack up your junk and bring cool. it up. I can help you drive and take turns driving, blah, blah, blah. So we go down old, what is called Highway 99, which, uh, among other things, goes through Fresno and to Bakersfield and like mm-hmm. that. Well, somewhere between those two towns, uh, we had a really heavy need for a pit stop, both of us. Okay. So we stopped at this little off-the-road gas station that actually it was open operating okay okay? but i mean there was no business there nobody was there except us and the guy inside right you know and they (laughs) they didn't should have been first clue should have been the fact that there was no key to the restroom Uh uh-oh no key just go on in oh good and she said you go first and i opened the door and i looked at that and i said you know i really don't got to go that bad i just <laughs> really 
don't think so. And she said, oh, come on. And I go, no, I mean, I've, I've, I've peed in a lot of undesirable places right. in my main, in my life. Okay. I've peed behind bushes. I peed over a rock one time when I was a little kid and there was a rattlesnake on the other side oh. of it. I have peed in some really outrageously bad places. I have never seen anything like this back in my life. It was, ah, uh, it was bad. Yeah. It was really, really, really bad. Okay. But that's just an aside to this whole thing. Okay. You don't like to pee in public places. I don't mind. Right. I'll pee damn near anywhere. And there, that's the why I told that story, because there is one place I won't ever pee. Right. And it's that gas station. If it's still, if standing, even it's still there. I'm pretty sure they must have torn it down by now. I hope so. <clears throat> In any case, uh, public bathrooms don't frighten me. That, you know, sh- that's why God invented the little paper things you put on yeah. the toilet seat. Anyhow, uh, what I didn't understand, and I don't understand, every time I use a public restroom, is what the fuck is up with putting the toilet paper holder thing, because <laughs> I don't know what the fuck they're called, what is up Dispenser with putting maybe? that on the low side of the wall? Right. Okay. And I, by low side, I'm talking about when you're sitting on the john, you have to practically get off of it to go underneath the goddamn thing to, to reach open the it to toilet get the paper. paper. And it's and it's a two roller, okay? Uh-huh. And it's always the the farthest roll that you need because right. the nearer roll isn't being used, right. you know. And so that's even another twelve inches further. So now I'm hanging hanging off the toilet here, barely <laughs> hanging on with my poor little buns to the toilet, trying to reach the paper. What the, and 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 the whole wall and, and a whole a but there's a bar there, you know, because they got all kind of people come in, you know, that need help, so they got right. a bar there. But above the bar. Which is waist high on the wall. Above that, to the easier. ceiling, is nothing. Right. Nothing. Why the fuck can't they put the toilet paper thing up there? You think it'd be more sanitary anyways to have it higher, I don't give too. a shit. I don't give a shit. I throw With away the... the first 12 inches of every toilet yeah. paper roll I ever get. I don't care about that. I don't care if it's been dangling in water. I just unroll it until it's clean, and yeah. then I go on. Uh, but why can't it be up? Why? Do, what is the compulsion? What went through their minds... When they said, Harry, go in there and hang the toilet paper roller. What went through Harry's mind to go, I think I'll put it down and over where they can't fucking reach it. What is that? Harry didn't care. He didn't have to use it. Well, maybe men don't use public toilets to crap in. And and all they do is shake, you know, when they pee. So maybe that's part of it. Maybe they don't, maybe they go, I know I'll get even with the bitches. I'll put the toilet paper where they can't reach it. I don't know. It's not just the bathroom at the gym. Right. I have, I have, okay, grocery store bathroom, Mm -hmm. same thing. The medical facility I go to, Mm -hmm. same thing. Plus, they, you know, I go in crypt bathrooms because I need the the handles and things to, you know, and I like room, you know, and I figure I'm old. Give me some space you know fuck it you're little you go in the teensy <laughs> bathroom i'm going in the big one anyhow you get in there and i'm sitting there and and I, the room is six feet wide right the toilet is six inches from the fucking left wall i don't understand that 
I don't either, since the toilet paper thing is eight and a half inches wide, and it's down on the floor by my knees. Do you think it might be that close for people who are in wheelchairs can sit on the toilet easier? If anything, it's harder for somebody in a wheelchair. You think? Because they got a wall to mess with. Yeah. They manage to get off the chair and onto the john, mm-hmm. okay? And then they got elbows banging into the wall. I'm, when I say this is, is close to the wall, I mean, I'm talking right. it's close to the wall. I don't know. I just, I, I wish that whoever did that had to use it. That's my whole dream in yeah, life. Yeah, good luck with that. My whole dream in life. It's like when I was, uh, oh, we're probably running out of time. I have you to say five. that story. Oh, we do? Okay. When I was working mm-hmm. uh, as a respiratory therapist, as you know, yes. in hospitals that shall remain nameless. Yes. But actually some far distance from where we sit tonight. Yes. Um, there was a physician who I, uh, mm, to say I didn't approve of what he had, had done to a patient would have, would have been mild. Okay. Um, he did, he, he just, I, I don't even want to go into what he did, but okay. he did a really wrong thing that, that wound up perpetuating this patient's need for a medical facility for the rest of her life. Oh, dear. Could have been avoided. Could have been avoided. He precipitated that. Okay? Mm. Enough said on that subject. So my fellow respiratory therapist and I used to say, you know what I dream? I dream one day he'll be a patient of mine. Right. On a vent. Needing suction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if any of you out there are a respiratory therapist, you get what that means. Because, you know, you just really want them to experience the misery they've brought right. on someone else's life. Right. And, and I'm kind of that way about the toilet thing, okay? I just wish the guys that had, that put them in, and I know it was men, I'm sorry guys, but women, as a rule, are not construction engineers putting toilet wrapper thingies in the toilet. Right. Okay. So, uh, you know, I just wish you all had to use them because they're in such a bad place. I'm going to, you know, maybe I should just carry a screwdriver with me. Maybe I could relocate. <laughs> that would be good. I could just relocate. Sadie, what are you doing there? <laughs> with the drill. <laughs> exactly. My husband has to come to the restroom with me because I'm an invalid and I can't do it alone. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I should go to those. I wonder if those, uh, you know, those family ones that they have, you know, where it's like anybody can go in here together. Right. Maybe their toilet things are, their toilet paper things are up where they belong. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, I could have him go with me and we could just (laughs) unscrew them and then, and then just <laughs> Grow back in up high where they belong. I wonder if we could pull that off. Wouldn't that be great? That'd be funny. I wonder how long it would take people to catch on that that was being done. I don't know. You know, toilet paper relocator strikes. <laughs> I think that would be so good. I like that. I think that would be good. I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk to Ernie about that. Say, honey. <laughs> yeah, I can see it now. In your spare time, I want to go to the bathrooms in town <laughs> and relocate all the toilet paper racks because they're driving me fucking crazy. And he would just say, Okay, honey. No. He'd say, Why don't you just go before you leave and then you won't have to use a public restroom? <laughs> and I would say, Because I'm old and incontinent. That's why. So I have to use a goddamn public restroom. I'll hold it. And I'll... I can't reach the fucking paper. 
I'll uh, hold it for eight hour drive. Oh Lord, I can't do it. I can't. I no. I can do that. I can. I can hold it a long time, but I dare not stand up. Right, because then it's like yeah, it's squeeze like, and I, run. I can't. Uh, I can't yeah. squeeze and run. Uh, running is not in my vocabulary anymore. But no, <laughs> for that I can do it. But it's not much in my vocabulary. It's barely making it to the potty. Yeah, no, that's not. And really it's not good really good for your bladder. On, no. I don't want to end on a note like that. Let's. Uh, what can we end on that's fun? Oh my God! I can't think of anything that's fun. How much time do we have? No, we're done. Oh, we are. Oh, yeah. goody. Well, we don't have to end on anything this this nauseating. We can have we can have our editor edit out the <laughs> icky parts and then just kind of leave. Oh, it everybody it. does it. Yeah, I know. That's you know my dad. Used to tell my dad all the time, you know, I don't understand why you don't want to watch sex on TV for crying out loud. It's natural. And my dad would go, yeah, so is diarrhea, but I don't want to watch it on TV. <laughs> so on that note, keeping with our bathroom uh, theme for tonight, yeah, uh, we want to say thank you for listening yes, to Don't Get you. Us Started. And I'm Miss Sadie Burbank. And I'm Lacey Montoya. And we hope you'll come back and listen to us be silly again. Yes, and have a safe have a what? Safe Labor Day weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have a safe... Well, this is going to be over by the time they... Labor Day will be over by the time they hear it. So, oh, well, we'll hope you we had We hope a you sad. had a safe we'll Labor Day We'll put it that weekend. way. Yes. Cool. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Get us started!